charmers i want to thank you so much for helping miss charm school podcast grow every like every comment every share on social media when you repost something on your personal page or when you go ahead and copy paste a link and send it to a friend and say hey go ahead and join me in listening to this when you share us from amazon podcast or itunes podcast or soundcloud or even spotify you are helping the charmed community grow and seeing the growth over the past couple of weeks has been absolutely phenomenal i see your comments i see your repostings i see you commenting within the apps where you're listening to this podcast and so i just want to thank you encourage you to keep on spreading the love and the wealth there is so much information out there in today's market we are saturated with information but we are not saturated with truth. And if you find truth in this podcast and you find that this podcast is helping you grow, go ahead and share this podcast, subscribe to this podcast and continue to spread the truth because we so need it in today's world. And thank you. Be sure to join me for the conversation I'm having offline at Sunday Travels just about everywhere on social media. There I pose questions and your answers just may end up right here on the podcast. You also can connect with me at Miss Charm School Pod on Instagram. Without further ado, let's go ahead and get into the episode. Hey there, Charmers. Welcome in. Welcome in. Welcome in. I'm so very excited to introduce to you someone who's not a stranger here, but coming back for the second time, Miss Madame Kabango. She is president and founder of Allure Consulting, and she's going to be sharing with us wonderful tips around elegance in dress, elegance in stature and how you carry yourself, and also elegance in the home. So, Miss Kabango, how are you today? I'm very good. I'm doing fantastic. How are you? I'm doing great. It's wonderful to have you as always. And so mm-hmm. share with us a little bit, uh, share with my audience a little bit about Allure Consulting. Well, actually, let me back up. You mm-hmm. are currently based in France and I'm all the way in California in the United States. So there's a massive time zone difference. So everyone just give a silent round of applause wherever you are to us to be actually being able to connect right now. And for those who are in France um, or speak French as their first language, it would be wonderful for you to give them a little welcome introduction in um, French and then go ahead and tell us about Allure Consulting. Sure, so I, I just do a brief introduction in French? Sure, I'll okay. Bon, ben, j'espère que l'audience française saura apprécier et surtout écouter jusqu'à la fin parce que tout ce que j'ai à donner est vraiment nécessaire pour, pour pouvoir s'élever et, et je suis là vraiment pour donner toute la connaissance pour, sur l'élégance et l'étiquette. Donc, j'espère que vous saurez apprécier l'écoute de ce podcast et je vous conseille de suivre Sunday parce qu'elle est juste formidable. All right, so I guess I'll just go on with uh, explaining what I do exactly um, to the rest of, uh, of the people. So my work and vision is to empower women in their femininity by guiding them on how to be their most elegant self authentically. I believe elegance is underrated uh, as I have seen the significant changes it has done in my life um, because Uh, as soon as I decided 
to stop looking at the role models that were uh, suggested by the society and the media and decided to be more of a true elegant woman with with a with a true essence and standards that's when my life changed changed and my confidence was boosted my life shifted and even doors that i could never imagine being open for myself did open so that's really something i want to share with other women you know when you have something you found something that is a treasure and you want people to know about it that's exactly the feeling i have so that's that's what i'm doing and i was i was an etiquette consultant i shifted to an elegance coach because etiquette is more of learning the rules um but it's part of it's part of elegance. It's not, it's not all elegance. You need to master etiquette to be elegant, but elegance is much more than knowing um, which fork to use. So I've been doing this for nine years now. Um, I'm no longer giving one-on-one -on -one consultations. However, I'm writing a book right now that will have all my programming there. Hopefully it will be released next year, God's willing. And I will have uh, everything, all my knowledge, all my thoughts, all my experiences and advices I could give to all of the women who want to start this journey on being a better version of them of themselves. Um, so in this in this book, I'm going to I'm going to give out the keys so the people can um, can find out what type of elegant woman they want to be and how to achieve it going through work like understanding what elegance truly means, uh, working on the image and body language, and also working on the way they express themselves, how they communicate, you know, art of conversation, eloquence, etc. So since I'm still in the process of writing that book, I, for the time being, I invite people to just follow me on Instagram because Instagram is really the window of my work. Um, and there is also the blog, which you can can find uh, through my Instagram page. And I hope to be inspiring there, sharing the tips and mostly love. I share a lot of love. <laughs> so my page is, is uh, Madame M-A-D-A-M-E dot k-a-b-o-n-g-o madame kabongo yes i love it i love it and it's a wonderful place to get connected and just get your daily tips and kind of be reminded around elegance and just because you mentioned that i want and you talked a little bit about it but if you would before we get into um elegant dress how mm -hmm. would you break down elegance for someone let's say they other than like a Googling a definition for yourself, how would you explain that to someone? Um, I first say that elegance is not, is not just wearing a nice outfit. It's not wearing something expensive. It's not designer brands and stuff like that. Um, it's more of an attitude. There is, I think you have to work on your inner self and discover the, the the elegant woman has standards, she has values, she know she knows who she is, she knows her values, and she has principles. And once you know that, you develop your entire identity around it, 
elegance is just an attitude. It's confidence, it's charming, it's effortless. And then you have the image, you have the appearance that will go along with it, that will just reflect who she is on the inside. So I'd say to be an elegant person, you, you have to prioritize the inner work, but you should not neglect the appearance either. So both, it's a combo. You have to work on both of them. It's a long life journey. You never reach there. It's more of a, elegance is more of a journey. It's not a destination as we would, as we would say. And it's a pleasant one. It, it requires discipline. Absolutely love that answer because that is what we do here with Miss Charm School Podcast and just all the different endeavors that I embark on is really that journey even within myself of doing that inner work because that's that's really the gold mine of everything is connecting inside and bringing that beautiful inner work outward and that's the real game changer it's not just I think that's even why for me uh, with Miss Charm School podcast specifically, I say it's for modern boss babes looking to re-engage their feminine energy is the first aspect of what I explain that to people because mm -hmm. number one, it's already within you. It's nothing outside of you that you need to acquire or that you need to get. It's just re-engaging what may be dormant or something that you know, you've know you not paid attention to and also doing that inner work to help kind of unclog whatever might be blocking <laughs> and then bringing that version of yourself forward and so all the other things outside of that enhance but kind of rolling on with that amazing answer i just love that it's so juicy i hope people really listen to that and dissect that and chew on that um, but rolling right out from there you had a wonderful article on your website where you address the benefits of dressing well and so I just wanted to talk about that and if you would share a few tips with us around the benefits of dressing well. Sure. Uh, I just want to start with the, the reason why I wrote this article. It's because I came across women who always said usually they have a career and they go in the office every day. But I would see them wearing, especially here in France, I think they don't really make any effort. Um, they would be wearing sneakers, jeans, shirts, and they would be basic and try to hide themselves. And when I ask the question, why would you do that? They always say, because I, I don't dare doing it. I'm too scared of what people might think of me. And I told them, you know what? You think they think that much of you, but they're also scared of what you think of them. They're just waiting for someone to lead them. I remember when I used to work in an office, um, I would make a point of dressing the way I dress because I I don't care if, if it's not because you wear a shirt and a jean, I would make an effort. If I have to see a client, I will look my best, wear a dress that is appropriate for work and heels. And believe it or not, then after a few months, other women were following the path they were dressing better. So it was inspiring. They were just waiting for someone to do it. They really appreciated it. So I guess you should, what I want to say to the people who are listening, if you feel like you are just think, just think about the fact that if anyone would dress better in the office, would you, wouldn't you try it? Or would you st stay in your basic outfit to hide? 
don't hide yourself. You have charisma. You want to show charisma. You want to show credibility. Then just start and do it. I'm not saying you should go with a tuxedo. You do, you do it appropriately, but make an effort to be kind of a little better, like a little higher. So my first tip on the bed, well, it's not the first tip, but uh, one of the first benefits of dressing well is it's boosting your confidence. And especially for the days when we feel a little low mentally, we're not always up there. So when you make the effort of dressing well, it boosts your confidence because you know you look good. And you know, and you can feel in the in the way other people look at you or address you that you are credible, that you are reliable, and that would boost your confidence. It you it really makes you feel better. The second benefit I'd say is uh, it improves your self-image. There is this saying that we all know. It says. Um, uh, dress for success i guess you know that yeah. so dress for success what does that mean basically it's you want to you want to dress you want to look like what the person what uh, you want to look like the person you think you would be if you were successful and when you close your eyes and you you think of that woman that is successful you you you're probably thinking she's wearing this she's wearing that so you you dress already like her you're already her the thing is when you think of the woman you want to be if this is truly your intention that you want to become that woman then that means you already are that woman you're just not doing anything to do it to look like it so just do it and um like i said so the third it's to boost your credibility at work so of course, you would be, uh, I would say that the first impression is really important. So we are visual as human being, and we cannot help, but we make assumptions ba based on what we see. And if I see you well-dressed, your hair is done, your nails are done, your shoes are fine, and your your grooming is is neat, I would, I would think myself, this person is reliable. I can trust this person because that, those, are the questions we ask ourselves when we first meet a person. Is this person reliable? Is it someone I can trust? Is it someone I, that can lead? We always unconsciously ask ourselves and wonder those questions. And um, when you well-dress, you're also sure that you will be making a, a, a good and excellent first impression. I always say, you never know who you can meet. You, you just you just never know. And it's always that moment when you are with your pajamas and messy bun, you go out there and you find this handsome boy or your ex, <laughs> I don't know, you know? It's like, just make sure that you always look good. So just in case you meet your next business partner or whoever might be important, for your life, just, just in case, just make sure that you make your always a, a good first impression. Um, believe it or not, one of the benefits, it's also improved relationships. Why? Because when you dress well, it's a sign that you respect yourself. And if you are able to respect yourself, that means you are able to respect others. And 
that's also another story I had is that in the office in France, when I was working in the office, uh, they were they were asking me, why do you always dress well? And I said, because because I respect myself, but also because I feel you are important enough for me to do the effort. And they they liked that answer so much, like they felt valued. And that's what an elegant woman does. An elegant woman will make sure that the people who are around her feel good and feel at ease. She makes this environment of people and, and love, you know, she's, that's what uh, that's that's what an attractive person does. Like you, you attract people by make making them feel good about themselves. That's the secret. So it improves relationships, not only at work, but I mean it works also if you are married or you are you have a partner. It's also important that you don't neglect the way you look for for him or for her. You know, like um, I saw this this video that was really enlightening for me of a girl who said she was married. She said, I realized one day that my colleagues were having the best of me because in the morning I would groom myself. I smell good. My hair is done. But at night I come back from, from work and I all messy, smelly. And my husband, that's what he gets. It's not fair for him. And she changed her routine. And she said at night, she decided to have a night routine. She would take a shower, she would smell good, not putting makeup, obviously, if she goes to bed, but, you know, combed her hair and smells good for her husband. She ditched the, you know, the ugly pajamas and she put on some, you know, you have comfortable and elegant uh, pajamas, like lingerie, silky pajamas, something like that. And she said she, it made a difference because he felt valued. And that's something we don't... We don't really think of that because we get comfortable with our partner, but we have to, you know, stay elegant for the people we actually love, right? Not only for the people we don't know outside. So that's for the relationships. And also it developed the attention to detail. So once you start making the effort of working, of dressing well, you will start thinking of, I don't know, the, the small details, you, you will look at your nails, you will look at the, you know, you'll be careful what which colors will fit you best, what patterns, the shoes, like the colors will go with this, the, the accessories, everything. And that's a good thing because actually, actually, I think it's a skill you need to have for every day to pay attention to details. It also boosts your productivity because you feel, um, you feel credible and you will act unconsciously. You will act as the person you look like. So if you look like a boss, you dress like a boss, you will be productive as a boss, you know? It's true. <laughs> it's true, right? Sometimes I think, you know, I force myself when I don't have the energy or I'm very low, I will force myself and dress up. And it, it really does make a difference. Like you... Take your coffee and have your outfits ready and just go on. Lipstick, done. Uh, so, therefore, it's also good for your mental health because you help yourself getting better. And people will respect you more for the obvious reason I gave earlier. So, uh, that's another thing is like I was filming 
with my sister for some real, you know, creating content. So I was dressing overly elegant, not the day to day. I was like overly elegant. I was like this black and white dress, red lipstick. The hair was done, the heels, everything. And I was like doing my my video. And then this parking man came to me and he was like almost guiding me and so nice and respect. He was a gentleman. He was acting like a gentleman. And I, I swear to you, if he would, if he could pay me the parking spot, he would. But he was with his female colleagues, so he didn't do it. And then they just, you know, they just opened the doors for you. They pulled the chairs for you. They they treat you like a lady. And you see the difference. People respect you more because they see you as high value, higher, and they will treat you as such because they see you as such. And last, um, it's very good for your personal growth because uh, dressing well is an art. It's like your your body and your clothes, your body is your canvas and you're using the clothes to express who you are. Therefore, you'll be looking inside of you to know who you are exactly what values define you and you will go deeper in your identity and you'll be more authentic so it's very good actually to start with trying to look good it's going to be clumsy at the beginning but the more you get into deep inside who you are really the principles you want to reflect the values who you are like it could be anything like let's say I want to be uh, a scientist woman, or I want to be ambitious. I want to be um, I want to be seen as soft woman, like powerful feminine, something like that. You know, you you just put words. You put words into who you are, and those words will be translated with the colors, the patterns, and the the type of clothes you will be choosing. And that's that's the beauty of it. That's the that's the last thing. The personal growth, I think that's one of the best benefits you have in dressing well. This is so rich. There's so many times where I'm like holding my lips because I just want to <laughs> jump in there and be like, yes, yes. This is so it's so, so rich. And I think the perfect image for me that comes to mind that really kind of I think helps paint a picture of the canvas example you gave is fabulous but I also think of a garden when a garden is unkept and there's weeds growing everywhere and the flowers are dying you know even if you could tell once upon a time it was like organized a little bit but it's just kind of fading that leaves mm -hmm. an impression that had there's an energetic impression that that leaves if you walk through that kind of garden it's the mm -hmm. same as if you walk through something that's super manicured and well done and you know these flowers are here or these trees are here right like somebody planned that out someone thought that through um, someone had a vision whatever that vision may be it you know it can differ person to person but when you walk through that garden there's something that happens when you walk through a space that's well manicured right there's a at least for me you know if you go to botanical gardens or you walk through a gorgeous park people want to sit there people want to lounge there people want to eat there you know people want to relax there they want to recharge there. kids want to play there and have fun there right like that becomes a gathering space just like you mentioned of a place that's warm that makes people feel good and it's it's not necessarily trying if you will that's what i love about the analogy of a garden 
and a woman, I, I think as well, like I think we work so well as viewing sometimes with an image of a garden because it's not really that you're trying. Yeah, you're putting an effort. Someone had to plan and landscape or whatever, but it's a natural energy and radiance that when you just put in that level of effort, you know, you, like you said, you are going to attract. There are going to be people that are like, can I open the door for you? Can I? So there are people that are just going to want to do something for you because you you have a well-kept energy even about yourself. And that extends to all the excellent points that you just mentioned. So I hope that helps too with those that are listening, just to kind of get that image of a garden. Hopefully most people have walked through a park or a garden, or even if you have one at your house, a little flower bed or something, you know how that can move you or bring you to a place of peace or even just carry the stress away of a day, right? Just because something is well manicured or blooming, right? So that just popped into my mind. It's just so good. I can't even wait to go back and watch it myself and just <laughs> chew on the yummy tips. Um, rolling straight from there, I wanted to get into quickly um, tips on always looking polished. So I loved you mentioned as well in the last answer, you know, a little red lipstick or different things like that. There are some classic tips um, that can help. I, I just get a lot of questions from women who don't know where to begin. And so I love your answer about in the workplace and the type of woman that you see yourself as, because I know that they're gonna get ideas just coming to them quickly, so that's excellent. Um, but I'm also wondering any you know three or five tips that you may have of like classic items that will help a woman feel polished in her wardrobe. In their wardrobe, okay. Um... I would always use a scarf, okay. like a, a good scarf could elevate your outfit. Like you could be wearing like, let's say, a white top that is very simple and uh, and a pants for work. If you add uh, a scarf or any other accessories, you can choose your, let's say, your signature accessory. It could be a brooch. It could be a hat. It could be gloves. It could be... I, I really love gloves. Like it's so feminine and I love it because, you know, just, um, just the fact that it can be used as a, it, it's useful in winter, but it's also like you can find different colors and patterns, etc. It's very feminine. And they use, actually, they used to have a gloves etiquette. I should do a, an article about that actually. Um, so yeah, any accessories, you find the accessory that you like, um, I like using brooches. I like, uh, I will have like a brooch for, I don't know, like for, uh, because I play flute, for example. So I have one little flute. So that describes who I am. Um, I have brooches for Christmas, like a Christmas tree. Or or if, if it's winter, I will have like a, like a snow, a snow thing. Well, that's, that's something I like. It could be anything. Like it could be something that describe you that, that, that describe you the most. Um, I have another tip on how to be polished, but it's not the wardrobe. For example, eliminate chewing gum. If you want to refresh your, your breath, you, you replace the gum by a mint. It's way better to use a mint, more elegant than chewing gum. Like you, you don't want to chew gum. So that's, I will say, a tip on the side Love it. Uh, something to look polished to always look polished i would say planning ahead is very important you have to be organized everything is 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 in the planning uh 
So let's say you know what activities you'll be doing. So you have to, to create your outfit based on this activity. Uh, I would say also have two or three outfits to go. I'd say, you know, one of these outfits, you know, you look good in them, even if you're tired of wearing them, but just have one or two outfits that you know, no matter what, you always look good in them. You feel confident, people respect you and they address you like a, like a lady, you know? And so that, that way, whenever you feel one of, when you have one of those moments, you, you are not inspired, you don't know what to wear, you feel like you have nothing to wear, you have at least these outfits that are ready. You don't have to think, you just wear them. And that, that, that would be, that would be helping a lot. And then you will regain your inspiration later on. How about like checking Pinterest? I really like Pinterest really helped me <laughs> when I, have, I don't have any inspiration. And uh, to look polished, grooming is so important. Like the grooming is, is essential. I'm saying it, it, it sounds obvious, but so many women just neglect it. Your hair must be neat, must, must smell good. Do have another thing is to have one hairstyle that you know you can do quick, but looks put together. Anything, just find yours. Depending on, I know the hair are different. I mean, this this is a mess. It's 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 a lot of work, you know. <laughs> but I have I have my go to um, hairstyles for the days I don't have time and I cannot think, but I still need to put to look put together. So pay attention to your hair. Have one hairstyle or two that you know you can do in two minutes and they still look good. And um, your nails, like the cheap nail polish is just not possible you just it's better to have nothing than having cheap nail polish it's just it's just not possible you feel like it's a detail and no one will wouldn't see it but people see it that it's 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 in the in the in the details so yeah just smell good look good do your if you if you can do a full makeup have your skin neat and smells good and proper that's it. That would be the the tips I'll be giving for always looking polished. So um, replace the chewing gum with mint. Um, plan ahead. Uh, what else did I say? Have a hairstyle and outfit ready to go. And uh, yeah, and the grooming. Pay attention to your grooming. Yes. And the scarf, ladies, don't forget the tip of the scarf and the brooch. Love that. And gloves. I actually love gloves. So that is just, that's up my alley right there. <laughs> um, this is just so good. It's so good. And I think what I would like to share too briefly is the planning ahead and extending upon that. When you plan ahead, it just goes back to the points that you were saying that you take the time for yourself. And I was gonna ask a follow-up question for modern boss women that feel like, I don't have time for that, right? But I think even beyond asking you that question is for women who immediately are having that response that they don't have time to kind of slow down for a second and ask yourself why, and slow down for a second and ask yourself, what's wrong with planning ahead? 
Because if you take the time, you know, it's just, it's the same with your finances. It's the same with going grocery shopping. It's the same with, you know, filling up your tank or charging your car, whatever your car situation is. There are times where life requires you to plan ahead. And if we can do that for those other areas, then surely, you know, we can take the time to do that for our personal image, um, even in deeper than that with our healing work you know the journaling and stuff like that or reading for ourselves and our self-development and so if you're constantly cutting out those things in life i would just encourage women who may have that response of like i don't have time i would just really <laughs> encourage them to ask themselves a deeper question of why are you not making the time are you not important enough for that um, you're watching this video for a reason because there are things that you're looking to glean from this space. This is clearly a, a t the type of woman that perhaps that you want to enhance being. And so that requires, you know, altering a few things in your schedule to make time to be that woman and to put yourself first. It's a level of self-care and self-love. So I was going to get ready to ask you that question. And if you have any tips you want to add there, that's fine. But that's what came to me is like, well, no, I don't want to ask her the question. It's more so for the audience members to ask themselves the rhetorical question of why are you not making the time? Mm. Are you not worth it? No. Yeah. You no, I think it's it's great. It's 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 great that you're mentioning it because it's just a question of priority. Mm. And I think if we say we don't have the time, that means we don't understand how important it is. Because the reality is we want to look effortlessly beautiful, elegant, but it takes a lot of effort to look effortless. <laughs> you know, it's like it, it's a lot of work planning ahead. So, yeah, I think it's it's important. I, I hope the audience gets that and will adjust their planning. Just take a little like an extra wake up 15 minutes before. So at least you have the time to do a little grooming before. Or the excellent tip that you gave, I loved when you said around your partner and folks that are married that are listening and going home and they're giving their career the best version of them in terms of dress and appearance and not so much at home. And I just absolutely love that. I think that's excellent. Um, and even so, making the time even in the evening, you know, if 15 minutes earlier in the morning is really challenging for you, then maybe it's 15 minutes before going to bed or 30 minutes before going to bed. Like you said, organizing, pulling that outfit out, um, those things really make a difference. And so my last thing that I want to talk to you about, I really want to get in here before we wrap up, is yeah. tips on elegance in the home. So as an extension of your personal brand or your personal image when you leave the house or now we're even thinking about our image at home how we're presenting mm -hmm. ourselves but also in the home environment and i would love for any tips that you have around creating elegance and the energy of elegance in your home sure actually i'm glad you asked the question because it's not that often that we think about the environment where the elegant lady lives but it's obviously important it doesn't make sense you don't you don't uh visualize an elegant woman living in a house that wouldn't be welcoming or that would be dirty and in a, a mess so of course uh cleaning and being tidy it's some something that is it's a must 
And I understand we don't have time. We have to work. We have so many projects. We have kids. We we have this and that. We are busy. But we must, again, be able to, it's all about organization. We must be able to, if it's not having one day, you spend your day doing the work of cleaning the house and making stuff tidy, uh, at least try to have like 10 minutes every day could be after lunch it could be right after you wake up or any any time that would suit you better um but it's organization for having a home that is cleaned and that that feels uh welcoming is uh, is really key um the other thing is deciding on a style of home like the in terms of decoration, if you live by yourself, that would be easy. You just you just know how to translate your style in the way you want to decorate your, your home. But if you live with someone, please don't impose your own style. You have to take into consideration the person you're living with. Because the, the reason why you, you're creating the, the space is to have a home so the per the people the family or the couple feel good they feel safe we spend our days fighting battles outside in the offices we come home we're tired and we want a space where we feel good at ease and that feels like we belong but if you have imposed your own style knowing that your partner doesn't like it it's not his style well there will always have a little it's not a tension but it won't be as comfortable as you are and that will be unbalanced that would be energy would be unbalanced um i say that because my husband and i for example we are completely different on on the taste i like classical traditional old school stuff any like moderns and contemporary and 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 minimalists and stuff like that and so we had to clash and we were able to find a combo that makes it good for both of us so this house actually is uh, decorated as per his taste and my taste and we both feel good about it the thing that helps is that i have this office is entirely mine. So it means I decorate the way I like it 100%. And he has his own space and he does it the same. And then the rest of the house is just a mix of us. So do the way it works for you, but make sure that at the end of the day, the, the goal is to have a home that is cozy for everybody, not just for you. Um, the last tip um, is just, I'd say, don't wait for a special occasion to feel like you are in a palace. Make your home like a palace. Make it as if you were about to receive someone really important. Make, buy some fresh flowers. It does make a difference. It shifts the energy in the house. Buy fresh flowers for yourself. I mean, you deserve it. You work so hard and you are such a good person. So just do it. Why not light up these scented candles? Just do it. Have your bath with bubbles and candles and, and wine and put some jazzy music or whatever stuff you like and, and make this home 
like a place that really feels like somewhere you want to, you know, you, you want to escape the world. That's that's what it looks like. So yeah, the, the last tip is this, is don't wait for a special occasion. Every day is a special occasion. Don't wait for someone special. You are special. I love, I love that. that. Love it, love it, love it. As you're describing, I'm like, mm, that's my kind of home. I love it. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I absolutely love it. I hope that people are listening and taking their notes and coming up with ideas. And like you mentioned, Pinterest is a great place. Um, I actually just randomly it popped in my brain just now, but um, I was watching a YouTube video and a gentleman mentioned about a render he like paid 10 pounds or something for um, Fiverr or one of those websites where people can do mock-ups of your house or your space and they can mm -hmm. design it for you if you are kind of like, oh, I don't know and I just want something nice that feels comfortable. You can pay someone, you know, very inexpensively to kind of mock up your space. I think you send them pictures of your space or measurements of the room or whatever and they can come up with different designs for you if that's something that you find as a challenge for yourself. So there's no excuse. There's many different ways to um, find inspiration and get ideas to make your home your sanctuary, like you mentioned. Like it doesn't have to be a special occasion. You are special. I just, ooh, so good, so juicy. I love it, I love it. So yes, as we wrap up today, please go ahead and share with us again where folks can connect with you on Instagram and your website. And she mentioned earlier that she has a book, um, but if you just want to re-mention those things for our audience as we wrap up. Yes, so mainly, I'm, I'm still working on my website. I have to change a little bit of things, but uh, um, mainly I'm on Instagram. I'm very active right now on it, and I'm just focusing on writing the book. So you will find me on madame.kabongo, M-A-D-A-M, E dot K-A-B-O-N-G-O. And yeah, just, you know, if you need some more answers or tips or advices, I always reply to DMs. You can contact me anytime. Love it, love it. And I know people are going to ask, I already know, but Kabongo, what nationality? I know people are going to wonder, but if you don't mind sharing. Yeah. So it's it's actually my husband's name. It's uh, it's Congolese. Yes. Yeah. Shout out to the Congolese <laughs> that are listening. So just thank you so much, Nadia, for your time. I really appreciate it. It's always a pleasure. And we'll talk soon. Yes. Thank you so much for having me, Sunday. Thank you.